Britain feels broken, but how do we fix it? Westminster just doesn't seem to have the answers, but we have found some people who do. Join me, journalist Becca Hudson, and me, the former MP Ed Vasey, for How I'd Fix. From the price of a pint to the housing crisis, this is the show where we take an alternative look at the problems plaguing the nation. And hear practical solutions from those in the know. Catch new episodes of How I'd Fix wherever you get your podcasts. Rebuilding Britain starts here. Welcome to a sparkling edition of Plank of the Week. And in fact, it is the last Plank of the Week of 2020. I think we're all probably very happy to see the end of 2020, but I'm delighted to say for the very first time uh, in News UK and for Plank of the Week, we have Carol Decker with us, a genuine, proper celebrity. Right. Pop star. And, and a proper pop star, yeah. that we've, you know, the like of which we don't normally see here. So we're very grateful for you coming and in, Carol. I'm in my own track. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah. Jerry Hayes is also here. He's Story definitely not a celebrity. Scum. But, he's, scum. but he's, probably, he's probably defended a few celebrities <laughs> in the past. Oh, yeah. All sorts of nefarious activities. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jerry, give us your first nomination for Plank of the Week. Well, he hasn't got very long with us, I'm afraid. And that is President Trump. No, no, he's not dying. He's not dying. <laughs> I mean, Poor Carol you lawyers have say, got absolutely no kind of shred of decency, have you? No shred. He's not dead yet, Carol. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, why can't he just say... I lost the oh, election. Why does he have to put up Judy, uh, not Judy, Julie, they or he or them, uh, Rudy. Giuliano, Rudy Giuliano, who hasn't been in court for 22 years. Do you know, he's, got he's a guy, talking, talking of, of how Boris did a great job as, as mayor of London, I mean, Rudolph Giuliani did a fantastic job, fantastic. not just of being mayor of New York, but yep. also of being the US attorney. When I was living there, he was prosecuting the mafia, was he was going after was um, all the insider in trading. In the mid-80s, yeah. he was quite the hero. Oh, he was, he, totally. He's yeah. like he's not the same person I, now. Yeah, and when, I mean, that yeah. press conference where the die is running down his face. <laughs> Oh, just You just think, Jesus, give it up, man. And, and then he brought some woman along as his star witness who was out of her dream. Right. She, she was very, very drunk. More than a couple of sherries at luncheon, I'm afraid. I mean, I so, was willing I was willing uh, to accept that there was something slightly all awry about that election because it's still quite difficult for me to believe that, that, that Joe Biden gets more uh, votes than, yeah. than Barack it's, Obama. It's, it's not surprising. And that so many people who voted by mail, voted for him. But, but you know why? Because Trump said to his supporters, don't use the mail vote. Mm. Uh, and what happened was Biden said, do use it. Now, what happened? More people No, but the numbers Biden. are huge, though. Oh, I mean, more enormous. people voted they're in this enormous. election than have ever voted. But something you probably don't know, I am the expert in this country on it, and I tried to stop the 2005 general election as a barrister representing various people because I did the great postal ballot fraud in Birmingham. Did you? Yeah. Ah. So yeah. there has been postal ballot fraud. Oh, over here. Oh, God, it was wide See, open. I've always wide open. voted uh, postal ballot because I'm on the road. Right. Now, my daughter is of voting age, so she we registered her, and hers got declined for recent elections because... She, she hasn't figured out her signature yet. Because <laughs> oh, she's sort of bless. still trying a few options, yes. you know. Um, but they were on it, like a bonnet. You know, they said, no, don't recognise your signature, and her vote got declined. Well, so. you obviously don't live in Tower Hamlets. But I heard... that's a, not what they do there. No. I heard, a, <laughs> I heard a, a political pundit on the radio the other day, an American um, pundit, and he said the reason that Trump is keeping this going is it's considered um, campaigning. So mm. funds keep coming in. Yeah. And so, he's broke. 
And also, the, the, well, talk I don't about think he's this, broke. You want to well, set up this new he's not network. broke like us. No, I mean, no. he's not like, I mean, you know, no. when we go to the pub after this, yeah, exactly. Uh, and we say, who's buying the round? I yeah. mean, he's not worried about that On kind of money. separate no. tables. Of course, yeah. absolutely. Well, we might even sit outside because yeah. obviously that would be of a sensible course. thing yeah. to do. Of course. You know, where uh, it might be chilly, but listen, you've got to do your bit. Yeah. But so, are you putting him in as Plank of the Week on the grounds that he's a Plank this week or just generally? Uh, he's a lifetime award winner. He is a Planker to end all Planker. Mm. Little Planktons surround him, but he is a Planker. And in fact, Joe Biden, what is he going to do when he gets into the White House? I think it's today that the Electoral College actually... The Electoral College declared it, I think, yesterday. Officially. Oh, it was yesterday, yeah. was it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, still, he doesn't accept that he, he, he lost. And he did lose. And Biden is going to have to... He didn't lose by much, though. Um, That's the point. Well, when you look at Trump and Clinton, Clinton actually had the popular vote by... Yeah, that, none of that matters, million. though. No, it doesn't matter at all. Uh, whereas Biden got the popular vote by about four or five... Yeah, which also doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't Most matter. of the wins in but, each state that yeah, both of them but, won but the fact, were very, very close. But the fact of the right? matter is people voted in America, voting is sacrosanct. And this guy has defiled it. Whatever your politics are, he is defiled. Oh, I thought he was great fun. I well, really course, did. He's great fun. fun as a journalist. Yeah. yeah but as... He is fun, and there's a lot of comedians that are going to miss him. Yeah, he they are. Spent Absolutely. Him well, the BBC off, but... comedians particularly are going to have nothing to do, are they? I, I personally yeah. have always, again, going back to the times, we yes. didn't know each other then. When I was in New York, he was all over the place mm. yeah. um, with Ivana, and I just thought he was a crass, yes. horrible individual. Well, do you know back what? Then. You're absolutely right, because <laughs> when I was living in New York in the 80s, he was quintessentially the guy that turned up at every party. Oh, yeah. Um, everybody hated him, yeah. and I, but I grew to sort of like him. Partly because everybody hated him yeah. in uh, in this country, because he became this kind of bogeyman figure, and people said, "Oh, look at what he's doing now. He's disgusting. He's defiling, as you said, the presidential, you know, White House. Yeah. Isn't it dreadful?" I actually thought that was quite funny, and because of that, I mean, I don't think he's a very interesting or nice individual, no. but I kind of supported him, and I wanted him to win yeah. as a result. But it's interesting. We must have been in New York at the same time because I was staying at the Plaza Hotel, yeah. and this guy came up Warwick. to me, Donald Trump, who. To be honest, I'd never heard of. Mm. Uh, said, hey, "Did you ever go to the Oak Bar there?" Uh, probably, but I can never remember. Because it could be a very expensive it. place to go, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, well, other people were paying. Thank heaven. Uh, no, I want to talk about the drinks. <laughs> oh, I see. Talk about who you meet there. Oh, I see. Oh, <laughs> it was I literally see. riddled oh, with uh, prostitutes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, but I'm anyway, so. this guy comes up to me. He says, "Hey, you're that MP staying with me." I says, "Yes." He says, "Will you come to Jared's birthday party?" Oh, yeah. He was twelve. And he wow. was dressed like, not Donald Trump, but Jared, mm. dressed like little Lord Fordright. Mm. There were all sorts of clowns and people on stilts, and he was all for the parents right. impressed. Yes. The yeah. poor kids were having a rotten time. Right. Yeah. That was when FAO Schwartz was the big toy shop. Oh, you used to love that. that. Which is not there Welcome anymore. It's an Apple world. store now. Welcome yeah. to my world. It's an Apple store now. Lovely. Yeah. Which yeah. is really yeah. unfortunate. But no, listen, New York in the 80s was my kind of oh, hunting ground. Place. It was the most fantastic place, place to be. Um, and it's not like that anymore. No, I loved it. And it was, it was bankrupt yeah. when I went there. I remember yeah. going down the big boulevards and the cabs and there were sheets of metal across yeah. all the potholes. Right. And you bang and you nearly bang your head yeah. on the roof of the cab. Yeah. But it... New York is. And the streets was the only place I've ever really yeah. been where the streets steam. Yeah, I and loved the it. steams and coming out the street. Just, it's great. Out I loved the, it. Yeah. And the air yeah. conditioning units hanging yeah. in the back of grotty Absolutely. apartments. No, I, I just loved it. And Trump will uh, very possibly go um, into uh, sort of hiding, if you like, because the word is that in 
come the inauguration, he's not going to be there. So people are saying, I can't believe he's not going to no. be there. I mean, hopefully he will, he will go. But some people are saying he's going to go to Mar-a-Lago in Florida for Christmas and he's not going to come back to Washington. So yeah. he's not even ever going to go back to the He'll White be House. there with his big chin sticking You out. would think, wouldn't well, you? He's fed up, yeah. So I mean, good. amazingly enough, actually, I don't think he's actually made it onto Plank of the Week at all this year. Really? Yeah, because we've only been doing this this year. We started in January. Um, and it was I did an idea. one in July. You, that was you've done quite. You've actually done quite a few. Yeah. You know, and in fact, you are invited. I think I've told you this to the Ooh. plank of the year um, readiness, but we're not sure yet if we can get you in because we've well, been tier three. But like you say, from a journalistic point of view and a comedy point, he's been an anathema to the awful, hideous, yes. PC yes. wave tsunami that's trying to drown us all. Mm. So from that point of view, I'd agree with you that he's a disruptor. Yes. And it was great to see some of these nauseating people. And let's face it, Biden yeah. comes from that background of, yeah. you know, he's been in the White House with for eight yeah. years with Barack yeah. Obama, achieved absolutely nothing, yeah. right? But Square root of but um, sweet in FA. In 1981, when we were at war with Argentina, there was one senator mm. who got up and got on TV and said, that America should support the United Kingdom. Yeah. It was Joe Biden. Well, President Ronald Reagan was also quite helpful. Oh, he was quite tricky, actually. Yeah, but he was helpful. Oh, he was in helpful the in the end because yeah. she battered it. Yeah, of course she did. She battered it. Yeah, exactly right. But Biden, to me, is a fraud and will always be a fraud and therefore will not be a good president. But there we are. Who knows? But we can put him Who in knows? Plank of the Week next uh, month when, we, when he's uh, inaugurated. Yeah. Carol, who's your first nominee? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a beautiful oh, yes. name. So she is um, an American-Mexican uh, U.S. Democratic representative for one of the boroughs mm. in New York. And she used to be a waitress, I think, didn't she? I don't know that much about her. Yeah, um, I think that's what she ca that she came from. This kind of world of being, I'm an ordinary working woman. Oh, that's great. Which that's is great. That's great. She's quite annoying, though, isn't yeah. she? Well, yes, because. There's a great big food company called Goya, big food yes. company in America. Yes. And uh, the family that founded it, oh gosh, like a hundred years mm. ago, I think it's really, really old. Uh, they were from um, Spanish Puerto Rican uh, immigrant background. Right. So the current CEO, who's the great grandson mm. of those people, um, his name is uh, Robert Unanue, or Unanue, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce it. So he's a big Trump supporter. So he goes to the White House um, in July, I think, and gave a big speech where he said, I'm the descendant of immigrants. I've done brilliantly. You're right. the descendant of Im immigrants. You're a fantastic president. I really support you. So um, Alexandria, who is known as the AOC, that's yes. her Twitter handle, that's what everybody calls her, um, she went on her Twitter feed and said, you're a disgrace to our Spanish heritage, mm. you know, um, and urged everybody to boycott Goya food. Oh, for God's sake. Because they make beans and things, yeah. don't they? I've seen cans in, yeah, yeah. in, in supermarkets. So, uh, consequently, uh, sales soared. <laughs> and then they made her employee of the month. Brilliant. <laughs> Which Very I just good. thought was hysterical. On Very good. Media. That is hilarious, she isn't it? She was bullying. That's yeah. bullying. But this is this whole yeah. cancel culture thing. The yeah. left, and she's quite left-wing. She's Isn't she the one that's also known as a member of the squad? Yes, There's the four squad women. women. Yeah. One of whom... Trump used to refer to as having been born in Lebanon or somewhere like that, yeah. or, or some, you know, Muslim yeah. country. Yeah. He's always kind of alluring, alluding to the fact that she's a terrorist, right, which is clearly wrong. <laughs> oh, um, <yeah. laughs> uh, but the squad is quite a powerful four, kind of thing, isn't it? There's four very forthright yeah. politicians. Right. And they, you know, I, I, but for America, they're very left-wing. Yes, they are. Um, and I don't know that much about them because I don't follow American politics in depth. But I don't like that sort of 
because your opinion is mm. different to mine, yeah. I'm going to try and take you down. Exactly. It's wrong. And it's only them that do it. You know, if, yeah. if, if those people on the right had the same attitude, there'd be all sorts of people getting cancelled on the left. But the right people from the right don't tend to do that. It's like, you know, when you get Ben and Jerry's um, saying things about, you know, uh, saving the, uh, the immigrant, uh, the migrants coming across on dinghies from, from Calais and how we should all be kind to them, forgetting to mention that they're actually owned by Unilever, uh, who have their own uh, slave trade going on all over the world and who actually sell, um, I think, in India, skin whitening products, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they're not holier than thou, but they just pretend to be. You know, watch out, watch your own glass hands. Yeah. And also, I hate the way everything has become weaponized. Yes. Everything. If you're not with us, you're against yes. us. If you're not of this, you're that. And right. life is more nuanced than that. Of course that. it is. I, I also, why wouldn't you buy a can of beans yeah. because some guy likes Donald Trump? I mean, you know, what are you going to buy yeah. instead? As long as it's, the beans are good. Yeah. It's virtue signaling. It really is. It's so all it is. Yeah. It's the worst it's kind. Yes. Yeah. Awful. It's the yeah. worst kind. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go route one uh, with my first nomination. It's Prince Andrew. You know, oh. bizarrely, one. Oh, I, I was just, I was just looking um, at last year's because this, this whole project, Plank of the Week, came out of um, a list that I made last year for Plank of the Year, and Prince Andrew won it last year because it was, it was very recent, about a year ago, around about this time was when he gave that interview to Emily Maitlis, you know, uh -huh. which incredibly he thought went quite well. <laughs> Came out, and all of his sort of sycophantic <laughs> aides were like, yeah. "Well done, sir. Yeah. That's oh. really good. You've certainly laid all those ghosts to rest." Still and it's not like, sweating. Really? <laughs> you reckon? You think? I you know? Don't sweat. And uh, yeah. Well, not only does he not sweat, and that I was do. the first lie that he told. It turns out that he's also now lied because the Mail have done this big investigation yeah, this week. Yes, Stephen Wright, he's yes, great. Yes, who's great, brilliant, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, he done this big investigation in which they found that he actually did spend the night at Jeffrey Epstein's mansion in, in Manhattan, and I think it was maybe 2001, perhaps. Um, perhaps uh, where, in a bath. Where Virginia, the girl who's accused him of, of basically having sex with her when she was underage, um, was not there at the time, but she said that he was there, but not with her. He's now been apparently, it's been exposed that he was actually there and they've uncovered some kind of uh, email which was sent confidentially uh, to somebody in the, in the house, royal household saying, oh yes, Prince Andrew will be staying with a, uh, in a private residence that night, not with the ambassador. But Epstein wasn't there either, was he? Was no. Andrew just using the so Andrew was there. Was well, you there. say that, but I mean, do you really use... Um, Jeffrey Epstein's mansion as a place to DOS because the question would have to be asked well maybe he wasn't with Virginia but, but, but maybe he was with someone yeah, else yeah. and why doesn't he help the FBI yes. as he promised well as I said whenever he was, whenever I, I was asked about him earlier in the year he got in, in the Emily Matters interview he said I will uh, seek legal guidance yeah. and you're a barrister so you'll know how yeah. this works um, and if my legal advisors say it's a good idea to talk to the FBI, that's what I'll do. Yeah. So you can only conclude that they've told him it's not a very good idea, and so he's not talking to them. And it's absolutely unbelievable that Prince Andrew... I mean, it's, it's been a pretty horrible, crappy year for the Queen this year oh, as yeah, well, yeah. with Harry and Meghan, and, you know, they don't even want her to see their child, and she's barely seen the baby since he was born, little Archie. Now her favourite son, Andrew, is all over the front pages again, and it's like, would you give your mother a break? And would you? Yeah, without being morbid, uh, the Queen and Prince Philip are very elderly yeah. now. And, her, you know, they have longevity in the family. Mm. Long may that continue. But you don't want to be going your possible final handful of years no. with all this crap. No, no it's all wants to get back into selfish. public life. Yeah. Which is appalling. That's the other thing. Yeah, he, he thinks keep that. Keep his mouth shut. Yeah, he should, he should go to America. He should talk to them. Because it may well be that he hasn't done anything terrible. But yeah. it just looks awful, doesn't it? Yeah. But, yeah. Because you're a legal person, right? 
I'm going to use a posh word because you can speak legal. Is there any way of subpoenaing? Um, you know, they must all oh, have... outside the jurisdiction. Their diaries. Their diaries must... They must all be archived, all the, the royal family diaries. They're, you know, what they do is detailed by the minute. Of course it is. So yeah. it's all going to be well, written down thing, somewhere right? where his it own, was. His own daughter, Beatrice, yeah. was asked about the whole trip to uh, Pizza Express, and she said she didn't remember going there, right? That was really quite... Mind you, how old was she? I can't remember. She well, she was a problem. Twelve, I mean. Yeah. That's fair enough. But the well, the point, yeah, but the point is, is that the point is, is that also... With regards to what you said about yeah. you know keeping records of things, the, the you know the royal security people will surely have a detail of where he was on that particular yeah. day. Or if he wasn't where he was meant to be. But the one person who was there sadly died. Yeah. But you know that'll set all sorts of conspiracies. No, I feel But very you're right sorry about him. Point, he yeah. deserves to be on that list because yes. he seems to me like a thoroughly dishonest individual yes. who's arrogant. It's... And I can tell you a story about a mate of mine who served with him during the Falklands War. Yeah. They're all sitting around, terrible hardship, scary time, mm. and the officers were given a treat once a week in mm. the mess. So Andrew just went to nick one of the other people's treats and said, well, this is what happens when you're a royal. And the, a guy whose treat it was got a fork and shoved it right through his <gasps> Ooh. Good thing to... Well done. Absolutely. He was not popular with the guys. Well, this is it. And he I mean, has a the only stories, arrogance. yeah, the only stories yeah. I've ever heard about him, yeah. um, because I've never met him, are, are, are that he's very spoiled, that he expects to be treated differently to everybody else. Yeah. And, you know, and he demands it. His name was Randy Andy, so it all. Goes. Well, he doesn't drink, he just <laughs> likes sex. Nothing wrong with sex, but I mean, you know, that was his thing. That's the thing about people that don't drink. It's usually because I'd they're much sex maniacs. Drink than have sex, so. Me too. Yeah. 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 The two don't always that. go together. No, they don't, yeah. not anymore. They used to. They used to, yeah. One used to lead to the other. They did, absolutely now, right. Now it just leads to. Sleeping. <laughs> sleeping. It's true. <laughs> it's true. There's a mate of mine. Not who actually, there's a mate of mine who you've met an artist. Uh, you, you've met him. Uh, uh, he, if, he's if he's true, if his flowers are wilting, he puts in a solution of Viagra. Does he? And it perks them up. Does it really? It does. I don't believe yeah. that for but a minute. That's what he tells me. I'm sure that's rubbish. Absolutely, no. that's rubbish. But it's not the first rubbish you've spouted on this show. Oh, let's, no. have your, let's have your second nomination. The second nomination? Well, it's really a double act, actually. Okay. Uh, and that is Colleen Rooney. Oh, God. And that ghastly woman, Vardy. Now, yes. The last time I was on this show, <laughs> we were dealing with Johnny Depp. That's and right. And we just sort of said, really, don't lawyers say, you're stuffed, mate. You're stuffed. Right. It? But there's so much money yeah. here. Anyway, we all know the story, so we won't bore you with it. But the council... Well, the I actually, I think you may need to just outline it, because well, these are two wags, right? Yeah who have got more money than sense, yeah. clearly, who have hired teams of lawyers yeah. uh, because of something that one of them said. Well, oh, yes. Yeah, sure. Right? Perhaps uh, it was because um, all sorts of really, really fascinating stories, right. top-secret stories mm. about um, what Rain Wayne Rooney was wearing, which club he might go to, right. got leaked to the sun, which right. is absolutely appalling. Incredible. So at a time when people are dying, at a time there's a pandemic, yes. at a time where the economy's going down the drain, they spend the money on that, this self-obsessed, mm. ghastly bunch of overpaid people. And also they get to the High Court before lots of other more deserving people. Oh, absolutely. I don't right. know how that works exactly. You can maybe tell me, but well, is it it's, that it's, it's, famous people oh, seem to be able to get into court a lot as quicker? we talked about John, Johnny Depp. Anyway, anyone with a powerful brain knew that this is a case that Colin couldn't possibly win. And when her barrister gets up in court and just says, well, when she said these things, that it was from 
um, Rebecca Vardy's account, right. uh, she wasn't suggesting for a moment she was leaking stuff. No. What was and, she suggesting then? Oh, God knows. I don't know. <laughs> completely insane. So she loses the case. So what does Rebecca Vardy do? She comes up and says, I'm going to sue for libel. Oh, go Oh, away. just give Get up. Get her life and yeah. shut up. Right, because your reputation is so high in yeah. the eyes of the world exactly. that you've somehow felt that it's been damaged. Exactly. Really? She's married to Wayne Rooney, yeah. for God's sake. I know. You know? I, mean... I, I actually don't have a lot to say on this because I'm, <laughs> I'm not interested in football. No. I'm not interested in the wags. In the wags, And you're no. right, it's so petty. It's petty. So it's, you've leaked... They clearly were friends at some point because she was sharing gossip or, or just chatting on, yeah. on her... Was it her Instagram or something? It was her Instagram, yeah. Do you know um, the answer? Yeah. What they should have done as a PR point of view and as a journalist point of view to a newspaper, they would have had a big hug, make-up. They'd have gone with their families to Barbados. Yes. And that, to show they were good friends, they would give some money to charity. Now, they may still hate each other, yeah. but that's the way you but do it. But that's what you do. It's like Gillian Taylor. Because Taylor they've got more money than sense, as I said yeah. earlier, and they've got so much money that it's ridiculous. Do you it's remember just Gillian nonsensical. Taylor? She was done for yep. giving some champagne. Along the A10. Yes. Classy was woman. Still well, the great the great uh, the great sort of uh, defeat of <laughs> defeater of that particular lawsuit was was our friend Mr. Carmen, was it not? Yes. Uh, who managed to get the jury out into the uh, uh, outside of the court, I think it was at the uh, High Court, wasn't it? Yeah. Into the car park uh, to get a reenactment of said event, oh, right? Oh, a perv. No, it, because it won him the case. Oh, because right, okay. the, the, her, her um, suggestion was that she wasn't, in fact, engaging in a, an act of oral sex. I'm not repeating what you said because that's probably not suitable for a family audience. Um, <laughs> and she claimed that she, she was helping him with some stomach pains that he had. So, oh. so it's George Carmen, right? Was it George Carmen? Yes, George yeah. Carmen. Yeah, George Carmen, who was the, uh, the, the prosecuting or the, the, uh, the prosecuting attorney, I suppose, um, basically said, um, you know, have a look at this. What could they possibly be doing? And the jury just went, <laughs> yeah. see what you mean? <laughs> you know, that's not what you do when you're helping somebody with their stomach pains. Uh, but it can relieve a lot. So I believe, yeah. I believe that. I yeah. can vaguely remember it yeah. in the mists of time. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, let's, have your, let's have your number two plagued. Okay, my number two plank is the New York Times. Yes. It's not so Very much worthy. the person that the story's about who looks from the pic when I was looking at the pictures, really nice guy. He's a fashion designer, mm. started out as a stylist. Um, his clothes are lovely, he looks gorgeous, not a problem with him. His name's Norris Dantaford. Mm. Um, but what they're doing now, um, they're, they're advertising the fact that he wants to bring um, community, promote diversity and inclusiveness into sewing. Sewing. And they want to call themselves sewists, which is the popular gender-neutral term. Sewists. Sewists. Sewists, yeah. So this makes Doesn't me sound want, right, though, no, does it? it makes me want to vomit. It really does. And again, yeah. it's nothing really against the young guy who clearly is a very talented designer, but just do what you want yeah. to do. Stop banging on about it. And I was thinking... Also, what would you call somebody who sews if it's not a sewist? Well, you'd be a tailor or a tailoress or a machinist. Or yeah. Whatever. There are already terms for it, but... Seam, a, a seamstress. seamstress. There you go. See, seamstress. that's gender specific. Or it could be a seamster. Seamster. Yeah, I've never heard that. I've heard of teamsters. But not seamsters. Is, you know, look, Yves Saint Laurent, Karl Lagerfeld, John Richmond, who I used to wear, Alexander McQueen, Issy Mayaki, Norman Hart Hartnell. Yeah. 
Christian Dior. Christian Dior. They didn't seem to have a problem breaking into sewing. No. So it's just, again, everything's getting processed through this preachy, right. oh, we've all got to be nice and diverse. And, it's so ridiculous. I mean, I was... you have anybody with only one leg? I know. I know. Well, do you know, I <laughs> saw a story the other week, and I couldn't quite believe it, but it turned out to be true, that somebody... Um, I think who had uh, uh, an amputee or something, uh, there were an amputee of some description, something anyway about that, but they couldn't represent the people who worked in the company because the company didn't have anybody who had an, am uh, an amputation. So therefore, you know, there was a problem because somebody who didn't have the amputation might be a I mean, it was just so complicated. You're kind of going, what? I mean, there's a guy called James Wong who's made it onto Plank of the Week before who's a gardening uh, expert, he's on BBC quite a bit. Oh, yeah. And he's apparently come out this week and said um, that gardening is ostensibly racist. Yes, I saw Did you see understand that? that. Well, what because he he's basically saying, well, because, of course, as you would know, if you were to put a, a, a sort of a, a garden, what they would call a tropical garden, into a part of your home, um, that would ostensibly and, and effectively be racist because you would be using things which weren't part of your... Oh, cultural appropriation. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. my hair. So if you've got a cactus or something, if you've got a cactus, you know that's obviously not what you would grow normally in this country. Better so therefore, down the two palm trees in my back. You better had. I don't want to get into trouble. But I mean, it is mad, isn't it, that we've now got this ridiculous situation where people are trying to stop other people who haven't been offended yet from being offended. So is, is Blackpool racist and all the probably towns? All that. Cause I would imagine palm so. Palm trees thrive in our blustery coastal towns, They're actually don't they? Cabbages. They are descended from cabbages. Well, yes. palm trees are. Yeah, I know the palm trees we have in this country, the only ones that will grow that you get in your garden, I suspect, or your estate. Uh, <laughs> I once, knew somebody, I, I once <laughs> knew somebody who bought a palm tree uh, for his place in Portugal and paid 10,000 quid for it. Why? And it, it really was shipped, and it was shipped yeah. in from Morocco. Well, when I left my house in um, Dartmouth Park, I'd been there 20 years and I planted this little palm tree. And when we left, it was nearly the height of the house. Oh, wow. And we toyed with the idea of digging it up and taking it on yeah. the lorry because they are so expensive. Because they're so expensive. I, I left it there longer. You could have added it onto it the value did of the house. Long in my garden. Right. The palm tree. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So the New York Times is a very good plank though because mm. um, they've done an awful lot of really, really plankish things over the course of the last few weeks. And it used to be when I was um, uh, living there back in the 80s, it was actually quite a decent paper. It was always boring and it was always quite tedious. And I never forget. Uh, on the day that 9-11 happened, they didn't even blow the front page. They just did a normal front page that happened to have a picture of the, the, the Twin Towers on fire. But they didn't. But they had other stories around it. I mean, every newspaper in the world was like, whammo, big picture of the plane going in or something. They didn't think it was enough of an it's event like to do ledger. that. Yeah, it was just like, you know, well, obviously that's the main story on yeah. the page, but we better do all these other stories about, you know, gardening in the Bronx or whatever. You know, it's very odd, very strange. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. My second one is Jeremy Corbyn. Um, you'll be pleased Jeremy to know. Uh, Jeremy Corbyn. Corbyn. Uh, just when you thought it was safe to completely and utterly abandon all hope when it comes to Jeremy Corbyn. He actually uh, put out a tweet this week and said, tomorrow I will be announcing a new project, which I'm very excited about, as if anybody actually gave a stuff, right? And it turns out that the following, and following day, and people were, of course, making fun of him the night before, saying, you know, what are you, you know, opening a new shed in your allotment, or, you know, are you welcoming the head, the head of Hezbollah to your house for Christmas, you know, this kind of thing. <laughs> again. And it, again. And, uh, of course, it turns out that he was launching a new project, which is called Peace, um, Peace and Justice. So the Peace and Justice um, campaign of some description. However, the, the main reason I'm putting him in as a plank, apart from the sanctimonious nature of his announcement where he wore this ridiculous sort of, even more ridiculous than your jacket, blue, oh. sort of powder blue jacket. He's got very odd tasting clothes, I have to say. Um, and he's sitting there looking very pious and talking about how important it is. I mean, this in the same year that he's been kicked out of his own party for anti-Semitism, right? Talking about peace and justice. I mean, really? It's really not a good look. Um, he doesn't mention Jewish people at all either in his in monologue. But he never did. But no, he doesn't like to mention them because I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. You know, he doesn't quite see uh, the problem at all. He forgot to register the domain name of the organisation, which meant, unfortunately, that as in these times these things happen, somebody hijacked it and started pun, pun, pu pushing a load of porn out on it. Right? <laughs> and so when you did click on the link, you didn't get taken to the new <laughs> peace and justice world of Jeremy Corbyn. You got taken to some rather <laughs> nasty and a rather... I wonder if it was Jewish person. Hardcore porn. <laughs> well, I wonder if it was. But I mean, I, you know, it's it proof as, as if you needed it that you can't actually, you know, operate anything without it going horribly wrong. No. So thank God he didn't win he the election last year. He hasn't matured as a person, it seems to me. No. You know, you use the expression all the time, student politics. Yeah. It's that, his age. It's like a... He, but Mellow, also he's like a parody yeah. of what you would... If you were to invent a kind of left... Dave Spark. Yeah, you Dave Spark, yes. Well, he's Dave yeah. Spark. Well, Citizen Smith, Citizen you know, he's married wealthy. to this Venezuelan free trade coffee millionaire, right, who's so wealthy that she, you know, he doesn't even have to work but he continues to work. He continues to be angry about all sorts of stuff. Remember that great scene of him going into the taxi when he slams the door so hard that if anybody's hand had been caught in it, the hand would have come off, you know. And he just, he just seems to be so bitter and angry about everything all the time. He has no sense of humour. He's, he never, he's never laughing, He thought it? he won no. the election. He thought he was yeah. robbed. Right. But the don't, media. Don't you think he does, this other, he does the thing, which will come on to, to my third... Um, uh, Victim, he yes. does this alternative court thing. Mm. So he starts something up. I'm yeah. going to start peace and justice. Right, <laughs> right. 
Um, or, you know, from the back benches, I'm going to cause trouble. I'm going to create a club, a cult, a thing. Right. He's got his own thing going on. That's a thorn in the side of Well, this is it. I mean, all these else. people who yeah. say the great thing about Jeremy Corbyn is he's fought racism all his life. Oh, really? Mm. Well, what he's done all his life, mostly, is travel around lots of parts of the Middle East, which don't seem to have any Jewish people in them. You know, he goes to Lebanon a lot, goes to Palestine loads, you know, talks to lots of people in the Palestinian movement but doesn't seem to have much time for Israel. And invited Sinn Féin, which were then yes. connected to the IRA, yes. within a few weeks of people and then claimed, who were murdered. And claimed that he was part of the peace process, I, I, which, I, is, which was the most insidious part of it, because he hired, definitely wasn't. He'd hired a researcher um, who was a, well, an IRA supporter, and I raised it in the House of Commons and reminded me the other day, I'd totally forgotten about it. You know, I'd, I'd totally forgotten, but Carol, you may not have known this, that he was also once a Tory MP. Yeah. One of the, yeah. Uh, uh, one of the decent ones yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, 83 to uh, 97. A nation mourned Yeah. 97. Yes. I was raised um, a poor child in council flats in Liverpool. So, uh, my father uh, stood to be a Labour councillor once, and my parents would vote Labour without even looking at the manifesto. Yeah. You just, hmm. we're a Labour family, and that's it, you know. So I've actually voted for every party, because I sort of go, yeah, I'll give that a shot. Mm. And, and I, I did, I voted for Tony Blair because I liked the idea of a young family going mm. into number 10. I actually thought, it's not gonna be some fusty old guy. Well, it was very appealing, wasn't oh, it? Yeah. It's like, he's gonna be like us. Yeah. He's, he's got kids, he's got school run, he's got stuff to do. Yeah. He's gonna be modern, he's got, you know, so you, yeah. you do all these things with the best of intentions. Yeah. And this time I voted for Boris and now I'm, Wishing you hadn't. I'm wishing I hadn't, but, but I don't except, know who else there would have been. But there wasn't really an alternative. Oh, there was no, no alternative. No. There was no alternative. But Tony asked me to join New Labour, and I said, mate, you know, you're a bit too right-wing for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, they used to call him yeah. Tory Blur. He's one of the original wets. No. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was one of the wets. Tory Blur. Was yeah, that's oh, right. I love that. Yeah. Blue Labour yeah. was what they used to be known yeah. as, wasn't it? Yeah. Let's have your third one. Oh, mine? Yeah. Ah, right, I'm going to get this wrong. Um, I can never pronounce it, and you know more about football than I do, which is not a high bar. That's not a high bar. No, Jack Grelsh? Grealish. Grealish. Near enough. Grealish, there Jack you go. Jack Grealish. Yes. Jack Grealish. It's an unusual uh, name. Yeah, it's a very unusual name. Um, Aston Villa captain. Yes. Uh, England football. Yes. Well, he went out on the Raz. Didn't he before just? Before he went out on the Raz. And did he not also go out on the Raz during lockdown? Wasn't it during well, lockdown? Better than that. He sent out a little tweet saying, obey the rules, stay at home, all this sort of stuff. And he went out of the rats and got, how can I put this, thoroughly plankered yes. at, a, at a friend's house and then decided, do you know what? I'll drive home. Yeah. Oh, no. Very Great idea. Like a dodgem car. Yes. A dodgem car. Bang, 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 bang. And he hit about 15 cars. He, he was blind, blind drunk. 90, yeah, 90,000 pounds worth of damage to his enormous... Thing. And now he's I think he was in a Range Rover at the it time. It was a Range Rover, but yeah. a big, you know, big Range yeah, yeah. Rover. Yeah, yeah. And then he's been done again for speeding, mm. and he's been done, I think, to the tune of £84,000, because each sentence... Well, here's the thing for you, right? They now charge you, don't they, re re regarding how much income you have. So they give you a penalty, which I think is entirely <laughs> wrong, by the way. A percentage thing. A percentage thing on what your income is. Because I got done for speeding. Years ago, I was on the way to do a programme for Anglia TV, mm. and I was stopped by a police officer. Well, that is a long time ago, isn't it? That's not anymore. Anglia TV. And this guy, a police officer, says, Oh, good evening, sir. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, sir. I think you were speeding. I said, Look, I'm terribly sorry. I'm rushing to this TV programme. Yeah. I, I said, You know, uh, oh, by the way, sir, you're an MP. What are you doing about Sunday trading? I said, Well, actually, I could be. Yeah, I'm all in favour of it. 
and what would God say about that? So oh, I said, dear. but I could always change my mind. <laughs> are you are you threatening to bribe a police? I thought, Sonic, you know, yeah. this is tricks. But I had to give my income as an MP per week to the court. Yeah. I hadn't got a clue. I right. didn't know how much I was I knew how much I was earning every year. Right. I didn't know how much it was a week. No. But I think now it's they do again, I think no, it? I think that what they now oh. do is they take into account how much money you make. Oh. And they can fine you. Because was was it not Ant and you know Ant, it was Ant, wasn't Ant, it, who got Ant. that? Oh, yeah. He paid some ludicrous amount, like eighty six thousand. Yeah. Oh. Uh, similar to, to Greenland. Well, I, I got done for speeding. This is back in the early 90s, so I'd just taken possession of a brand new MX-5. Very they nice. were the car, you know, they, they were absolutely yeah, head turned. absolutely. And I was writing with a guy out in the Cotswolds, and I was going back to North London, and I had our new demo, came away with um, the cassette, I think, and uh, you know how loud rock music makes you put your foot down? Yeah. I hadn't been drinking or anything, I'd been working. Yeah. So I'm um, M40, back to North London. Yeah. Fast road. I was doing 115 miles an hour. I was really young. That should get you a ban, shouldn't it? Well, I had to get a brief. Mm. I had to get a brief. So we went to court, and um, the, the the way he got me, and I was in a suit, put on a, a suit and everything. I looked very, you know, prim and sorry. Sorry, yes, yeah. I'm very sorry. And the way my brief got me off was to tell the judge that I hadn't had a hit for years. <laughs> and if he took my car away, I couldn't travel around and write with people and earn money. And I was going, yeah, all right. Yeah, <laughs> easy. That's not what you want to see in the front no, page of the Daily Mail. Did that get in the papers as well? No, it didn't, because I wasn't, I wasn't important enough. But um, it cost me 700 quid. And I got and, and, and three points. That's yeah, that's all right. right but, that's you know, I've only ever been done for spinning once in my life, and it was many, many years ago. And I was coming into Hungerford, funnily enough, from oh. um, from Marlborough. And if you know the A4, you come yeah. into Hungerford, and it's like down a hill, and there was this policeman hiding in a bush, effectively, oh, which yeah. they're not meant to do, apparently. Oh. But I had to go. Uh, I, I was going to fight it, but it was Reading Crown Court, and I would have had to take a day off. I would have had to go to Reading, and I thought. And I was already working on the radio. And I thought, worst case scenario, the judge is going to throw the book at me and go, you know, you think you can get away with anything. And I was, yeah. I, mean, I was literally, I was coming into a 30, mm. doing about 40, because it was from a 60, you know. Um, and in the end, I just paid the fine, um, which wasn't very much. And I cut three points for a couple of years, and that was it. Part of the prosecution against me was territorial, because I was in the Cotswolds. Yeah. I think you can come and do what you like, round yeah. here, in my Londoners, bloody Londoners. Go, no, I'm so sorry, I yeah. you, you know, like that. I mean, considering the sort of stuff you now see, because I drive around quite a bit and I go up and down to Sussex, some of the driving now is so bad, but there's no cops out there to catch anyone and the speed cameras don't appear to work. I mean, almost every speed camera that I go by, you see people racing past them. They don't, they don't yeah, flash you don't anymore. remember in early lockdown when no-one was driving anywhere? Mm. People, people who then did start driving, they were on the wrong side yeah. of the road. They were yeah, going yeah. red lights. I saw Yeah, there was craziness. like a sort of free-for-all. I know, I saw yeah. nutty driving then. Yeah. Unbelievable. So... Um, we need your third one, don't we? Yep. And, of course, she has to make it on because it's, you know... It is that year, isn't it? it is it's got to be her. It's <sighs> Megan. Megan. People now say that when they see her speak, they, uh, they just imagine my voice now because I do this impersonation <laughs> of Megan. Just about surviving. Well, folks you know. will know, she gave her um, CNN speech yes. for the, um, the quiet heroes or the silent heroes, mm. whatever it is. And um, they've launched their woke awards. Communities well. of compassion. Yeah, which um, and they're going to favour um, uh, businesses and individuals that support the things that are close to their. Oh yes, you know, of so course. It's all, all going to be very green. green yeah, yeah. And you know. And um, what I noticed when I was sort of being irritated by her as usual, I sort of drilled down into the information in the articles I was reading, was that they 
made their announcement for the Wokey McWoke Awards and her speech and stuff <laughs> when <laughs> Kate and Wills got on a train. This is the thing, isn't and it? And went around the corner and actually met some of some the real people, he the heroes, yeah. the people that have been looking after us, keeping the wheels of the nation yes. going. This is during the time when Nicola Sturgeon was warning them not to come to Scotland. Yeah, right? which to was say, a, come here. a counterproductive thing to do. Right. Yeah. But look at the way Kate Wills do it. They do it absolutely perfect. They do it yeah. they textbook do it royal style, perfect. right? Meghan and Harry just do photo opportunities. Yeah. It's not... Well, do you know, the worst one, I think, for me, for the entire year, was that horrible picture they put out on Remembrance Sunday oh. where they were posing, effectively, in a cemetery. You know, one of those one, military it? cemeteries yeah. in America. And you just thought, come on, guys. I mean, this is not a prop. What there are dead people there. And she, he's bewitched. Yeah, he? totally. And, um, but we've all seen it, haven't we? I mean, we've seen it with friends. I'm sure you have. With sometimes members of families who yeah. they get hooked up with people. And you just go, that's not going to work they out They reject well. their friends. And then eventually they get taken away. And she's done this to him. She's removed him from all of the people that he used yeah. to know. Yeah. She's completely and utterly isolated him so that he's her only friend. And you've seen the way she looks at him. It's like this kind of, you know, Isn't slightly that mad... Isn't control? Yeah. Allegedly. Piers, so I, Piers I, say allegedly. I say allegedly. Well, yeah. she's not going to sue. Um, she kind of stares she, she at him. She sues everybody. I've got to be careful got a big, Well, he's now suing the Mail on Sunday again. Oh, no. Having Leave already sued... He's still got one lawsuit going. He's doing it again. She doesn't talk to her family. No. doesn't appear... doesn't appear to be having much to do with his. Maybe no. they're doing amazing, affectionate Zoom calls that we're not privy I very to, much doubt it. I doubt it. I very yeah, much I doubt, doubt it. it. Because and I'll tell you why we know that that's not the case. Because when, on Remembrance Sunday, officially, he said he wanted to uh, lay a wreath on, on the cenotaph and wanted Buckingham Palace to do it on his behalf, and they said no. Well, no, you're not a royal anymore. I think that tells you quite a lot. Exactly yeah. right. Well, Once you leave... But, you, you know, if Wills and he were getting along, Wills would have said, I'll tell you what, I'll put one down for you as well. But he didn't. I, I feel know, sorry for Harry. I, well, you know when they got married? Because um, I put this. On well, you wouldn't want to be stuck with her for the rest of time, would you? But didn't you think she was to start with? I thought she was amazing. She's so pretty, so beautiful, yeah. so stylish, really modern. Um, but everybody thought it was great. We got our Union Jack beanbag yeah. out and sat watching the, you know, toasting yeah. them on their wedding day, which was gorgeous yeah and i've never seen although, although they invited all sorts of people they didn't even know no as it turns well, out i started well, to just wonder about family, that and, I mean. and and then i wondered why only her mother from her family was present i thought okay that's a bit odd but hey yeah. we've all got tricky family members so you know fair enough but i've never seen anything unravel so quickly i know here's morgan got it life. right actually yeah. he was the only sensible commentator who said at the very beginning this is not going to work i know her i know how she treats her friends and did you see the picture that you might not have done? It was around on Mail Online yesterday. Oh. Lizzie Cundy, who of this parish, who you might know, yeah. um, she has a picture with Meghan back in, I don't know when it was, 2015 or something, yeah. when she was first in London asking to be introduced to some hot British men and important British men and famous British men. And so she'd been Annabelle or somewhere asked. with... Uh, <laughs> well, maybe you just didn't answer the phone that day. You didn't have your you blazer know. there. I didn't get a call <laughs> either. You never had your blazer. Um, yeah, but, you know, that was her MO. And as Piers pointed yeah. out, you know, she came to him and said, you know, who do I talk to to get myself known in society? Yeah. You know, who do I... You know, whose party should I go to? Do you know what? It's all... It's just ridiculous. It's fun to be friends with the great and the good. Yeah. I think we're all guilty of that. You know, we all yeah. like to oil the wheels of our yeah. lives and know some influential, important people. Mm. I, I've enjoyed that in my time as well. Mm. Yeah. But some people, and I won't be sexist about it, some people are very strategic. Yes. Very strategic yes. about all their relationships. I think that's absolutely right. And yeah. that's clearly what she's like. And for her to kind of paint herself as this saint yeah. 
is clearly wrong. But to you le know? leak that announcement about their Wokey Awards mm. and then give that nauseating speech, the announcement for the Woke Awards was as the day yeah. Kate and Wills got on the track. She does. Yeah. Every time there's anything going on with the Royals, yeah. she's got some announcement or other to make. Yeah. You know, which can't just be a coincidence. I'd love to see a new episode of the Windsors. <laughs> well, do you know, my, my joke is now that because they're getting all this money from Netflix, they're just waiting for the crown to catch up and they'll just play, play themselves. Yeah. I bet, I mean, I wouldn't be at all surprised. Yeah. It's the last series now, isn't it? Last series. <laughs> well, you say that, but you know. You know. My number three is Lord Adonis. The last gasp... Um, death rattle of the Ramonas uh, has been going on now for about a week and a half, two weeks. They've suddenly realised that it's actually all happening and we are actually eventually leaving the European Union, whether it's done well or not, doesn't really matter. But he's been particularly vociferous on social media and he put out a tweet, a series of tweets actually, comparing you know, our battle with the French, with Waterloo. Uh, he then started going on about how actually we've got even fewer um, ships now than we had then. Um, France must be absolutely, you know, cowering with fear. Oh, and I was just thinking, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you know, one thing to be kind of pro-Europe, but to be actually anti-British, which yeah. is kind of what he was being. And I put, I sent him a tweet saying, you know, maybe the French taxpayers would prefer to look after your wages and your expenses when you sit in the House of Lords, because you don't seem to have any respect for your own armed forces and or the fact that you are a public servant, which, you, you know, mind shutting up, Yeah. right? Um, and I think people like him who are in positions of privilege ought to just sit down. I'm not saying that, you know, you can't have an opinion, but the way that people like him go on, you just think, what is wrong with you? Flipping social media, and I'm going to sound like a hypocrite because I use social media, but I don't... You get attacked quite a lot on social I media, do. which I always feel bad about. Whenever anyone attacks you, I always want to jump in. Because when I first started it, to be honest, the world was different, so all my tweets were... As drunk in the tour bus, yeah, backstage yeah. at a gig. So it was all very related yes. to what I do. And now, like everybody else, I've started to chat mm. about what's going on. And give your over opinion, heaven forbid, right? Yeah, and people can't. There's a few people who I've just had nice chats with and we agree to differ, but other people, yeah. just, they just sit there and some people even look, what am I going to do today? Who can I pick on today? Yes. Who can I have a fight yeah. with today? Because they, they are. Um, anonymous. The proper trolls. Yeah, they're anonymous. Yeah. They've nothing to do. They've probably got one hand down their underpants yeah. while they're doing it. Yeah. You know? Um, only one hand? Only one hand. Well, they've, yeah. got type, they've got to type with Inadequate. the other. Absolutely. <laughs> they've got to type their I can't file. actually get my hand into my <laughs> yeah. pants now because it's <laughs> But too I, fat. I just think now everybody just has, and I'm probably the same, it's this constant noise, this yes. dire, verbal diarrhoea. And politicians should have more decorum than mm. the rest of us. Yes. You know, like that American woman, boycott this yeah, yeah. Boycott this food company. But, some of, them, but some, some of them can't help it. No. But what's you know? worse with the politicians? The government has a line and then suddenly everyone who's an MP comes up with exactly the same line. Yeah. And then within a week, Boris has changed his mind. Yeah, and they yeah. look complete and utter. But people like Adonis, I mean, Adonis has never been elected to do anything, right? He was, no. he was Minister for Transport, I think. Um, after they made him, and he was given a job a by Lord. the Tories as well on education, I think. Yeah, I think so. Something like but, that. I mean, he's had a charmed life. But he's, he's a driven man. Well, yeah, is he though? Well, no, no. But he's driven. Well, well what's he driven? It would have been. Well, what's but, he but, driven by? Yeah, but, yeah, but he, he, he is obsessive. Isn't yes. He? No, he he's is obsessive. totally. I think actually he's got a very kind of um, one-track-minded personality. Yeah, I think because I think he is not like most people. He yeah. gets very, very drawn in by this one thing, yeah. you know. And actually, whenever I have spoken to him, he's quite a good guy to get on because he doesn't mind what you say. Yeah. He's almost impervious to any kind of criticism yeah. because he knows he's right, 
You know, he doesn't care what anybody else thinks, really. But it's interesting what you said, that you feel he doesn't actually like the UK. Well, it sounds... I mean, that's how it comes across. because yeah, I was never, ever, ever a little Englander. No. Ever. And my career has taken me all around the world. I've had a very international life, mm. and the music business is just a league of nations. Yeah. So I've never been that, you know, speaking... No, me neither. Die. Me neither. But I voted Brexit. Yeah. Because I don't like... But he comes. I love the people. I love the yeah. countries. I love all, yeah, all their different customs, foods, languages, men. Um, but I don't like the EU. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with that. And then you get, but then you will get bracketed with. Because everybody assumes from one side of the track that. that you're yeah. a, some kind of, you know, racist. Uh, yeah, bigot because yeah, you exactly. voted for Brexit. Whole you know, well, that's ridiculous. Thing. Yeah, it was just so offensive. Karen. Gammon. Well, there's Karen as well. Oh, Karen. Yeah, it's Karen. Karen. Well, I'm Carol. I'm Karen, yeah. Gammon. I mean, it's yeah. just... But it's ridiculous. I mean, and people like him, I think, should really know better. You know, the likes of Jolien Moron, your learned friend, as I call him. Um, Foxlayer. You know, there's Foxlayer. Fox they never shut up about it. Wives come over. They never shut up about it. There's a whole coterie of, like, European pro-EU lawyers who all day just spout all this rubbish What's about it? the Simone EU. Simone Timor is another one who keeps coming on. There's the one... Um, She's a silk. And she comes out with the most dreadful... Look, I'm a Remainer. I vote Remain. I campaign for it. But we've had a referendum and two general elections. I'm a Democrat. Right. I don't like it, but, but also you're I'm not a Democrat. But you're also not a fanatic. And you're no, of course actually, I'm not a fanatic. Despite the jacket, you're a very <laughs> reasonable man. And I'm not, you know? I'm not a fanatic about it either. Sometimes... I'll be honest, sometimes I wish it had never happened. I know. It's dragged on for so long. I just long. want it to work. At the end of the day, I want it to work. It's been such a mess of by our side. And, and the other side have been so spiteful. Useless. It's been horrible. I think everyone's yeah. been spiteful, to be fair. It really has been. extremes on both sides. Yeah. I mean, I, don't think I, I think right. when we look back yeah, upon right. this whole period of history, yeah. we will not be thinking of some of the great statesmen uh, of, this, of, this plan, <laughs> of this planet. You know, they were not... Nobody really has excelled themselves in uh, anything other than complete and utter desperation. Yes, but look at this cabinet. I mean, they're just plates. Well, I don't think there's ever been a more kind of ineffectual collection of people. Yeah. They're just no nobodies, really. I can't they? look at Matt Hancock anymore. No. I just, because I hate everything. I mean, he should really be on the Plank of the Week list. Because I may have to carry him over from last week, yeah. actually. Do you know, I'd like to give him a bit of slack, actually. And you'll probably say, yeah, from a gibbet. But, uh, Hancock, <laughs> why? Because He's hopeless. I, 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 the NHS this is the guy who dreamed up the new variation of, of COVID. No, 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 no. It, it's, it would have been officials. Uh, and when you're in that position... No, but he doesn't have to spout it. Yeah, though. but if the moment he doesn't, it's like... I don't even think there is a... New, no, I don't think there even is such a thing. The virus has mutated... A variation. A hundred times, a they reckon. A hundred times. And so he decides to call it... Mutant yeah, strain right. to justify to frighten everyone. what he's done to London yeah. and I put it back into tier three. Yeah, yeah uh, but it is. It's, well, it, it, it's, I, it's I don't think it's. I, think. I don't think it. I don't think it really is Project Fear. It's just that it's it's changed and really nobody knows. That's the truth. Nobody really knows, and they're all terrified. Yeah, that the vaccine isn't going to bloody work. Right. That's well, that's it doesn't what's work. Terrifying. It's well, not a vaccine. Is I it? know it you have a family member who's par paramedic, so I know you, you probably get a yeah. lot of intel from him. Yeah, but. The raw numbers, as a it's horrible when you talk like this. I don't mean to, to refer to anybody's elderly relatives. If my, it's going to sound stupid, if my mum was still alive, mm. I'd be really worried about her. Yeah, yeah. Because she was very, um, she had a lot of health uh, conditions, which is why she's dead. But um, 
<laughs> Sorry. Oh, for God's sake. Very well put. Yeah. I know what you meant. Yeah. You just snipped that bit and we just But it's, it's 99. <laughs> point, <laughs> over 99.5% of people either don't know they had it or feel a bit crap for a couple of days. Yeah. And then the people yeah. that are getting it are a very specific percentage and proportion the of people who were dying from it certainly so i don't agree not the necessarily lockdowns. not necessarily and therefore yeah and actually, therefore that, i mean this right, is however, a conversation. we can argue to the council well this is a conversation for another time yeah. but the bottom line is is that it is not worth wrecking the entire economy as well, a basis the economy is for public supposedly well. stopping well, I, I people who are probably not very well anyway I, I from think, dying i think we've got to a stage when we have to accept the lockdown just doesn't work yeah, yeah no it doesn't uh, so why do they circuit break doesn't work what you've got to do is let people trust in your judgment, and they've lost trust in yeah. the judgment of, of, of the. And government. Matt Hancock is very largely to blame. For See, that. I wouldn't do the Boris as well. You know, when I'm you say these idiots, mixed messages in big crowds outside Harrods and everything. I wouldn't do that. I would do the hands, face, space, or hands, knees, bumps, a daisy, as I was yeah. calling. Mm. I would double check with an older relative. How do you feel? We all feel fine. Do you want to come yeah. for lunch? We should be able to make our own yes. decisions. I would still be respectful of yeah. people's the, space, the, the, but you can't keep herding us round like this. It's just unbearable. Yeah. It really is. They've just got it hopelessly wrong. They, re they, they absolutely have. Um, and now, I believe in masks. I know one or two people on talk radio. I don't have a problem with that. No, I, no, I, don't, I don't think so. No. What happened to, I can't remember his name, he's a lovely, Mark Dolan. Mark Dolan, Mark Dolan who cut the mask thing. up. You boom, take yeah. the mask off. He cut course, it up. We're in a building, we're in a building where you cannot well, you made get out tweet. that door. Well, you made the tweet yeah. that night, didn't you? Because yeah. he cut his mask up, right? And there was a I video that went out. Sorry. And Jerry just went, well, you're going to have trouble getting out of the building. Yeah. Um, and also getting into it again <laughs> getting tomorrow. Getting into it again, you know. <laughs> but, you know, listen. But there you go. What can we do? Now, uh, this is the point at which we've okay. got, oh. we've got oh. nine, right? We have to get them whittled down to three. Oh. Okay, so basically, uh, I'm going to pick my favourite one of yours, Jerry. Yeah. You pick your favourite one of Carol's and you pick your favourite one of mine. Oh, God. So what are your three? Can you remember? No. You can't, um, can you? Yeah, right. <laughs> so what are your Look, three? Carol's one. I like the, was it New York Times? No, no, you're not picking hers. No, I'm uh, picking yours. Oh, you're you mind, Mike, what you're I'll, I, Oh, you're mind. Well, oh, yeah. tell me what uh, you're Trump, were. Yeah. the footballer chap. Yeah. And uh, Vardy and Ghastly Woman. Oh, Green. yes. Yeah. I th well, I quite like the, the Vardy Rooney thing. Yeah. I think they should be. They're done. just so bad. But I'm not it's sure who the plank is. is it? It's just both of them, isn't it? Yeah. Both of them. Rooney and Vardy. Both. Rooney the Vardy. The pettiness both of them. is. The petty wag. Yes. All right, yeah. so that's, that's theirs. So, Carol, tell him what your three were. Okay, so mine were. Oh, shading. Um, I can never New York Times. Yeah, AOC, the AOC. The AOC, yeah. So I'm saying boycott Go Goya Foods. Yes. The New York Times for wanting inclusivity, diversity, and gender neutral sewists in the fashion world. Sewists. 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 <laughs> and Megan. 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 With I... her speech and her woke awards and timing that. Just to, generally. Just to to put a thorn in the side of, of Wills and Kate. I like the sewist ones, the ones because it's a bit like dear old Catcher, and what's her name? Adler Catcher. She's lovely. Mm. European correspondent for yep. the BBC. Uh, she starts talking about fisher folk. Fisher people. Fish, oh, fisher people. Fisher people. Oh, then others started fisher. Yeah, yeah. No, so the sewing stuff so is really... So and I mean, and let's so be fair. So times. Um, mm. You know, times. Um, <laughs> the fashion industry isn't exactly a, a, a bastion of, uh, of people who are anti-gay. No. Well, I wouldn't have thought so. No. No. I wouldn't have thought. Now, you get to pick one of mine. Prince Andrew, Jeremy Corbyn, Lord Adonis. I'm going to pick Prince Andrew. I think you should. Because he's yes. stuffing his mum and dad yeah. so bad. He, he has. It. And he's managed to not let the story die. Yeah. yeah. 
because he won't stop, you know, denying it all. He doesn't get it. And he doesn't get it. You know, the way for it to go away is for him to go and talk to them yeah. and just get rid of it yeah. and say, look, I didn't do anything. This is what I know. This is who I saw. This is what I did. That's the end, yeah. you know? So Prince Andrew, mm-hmm. Vardy and Rooney and the New York Times. We can all choose one now. I think it's going to be Prince Andrew, isn't it? Yeah. Plank of the week. He is the gift that keeps on giving. It's hard to put the other two ahead of him, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Their minds are quite a light-hearted. Yes. Whereas actually, although Plank is light-hearted, this is serious. It can be serious. It's all right. This, I think. It's I mean, we once gave. He's, he's the crown prince of Plankerdom. Yeah. He is. Isn't he? Okay. Yes. So Prince Andrew. Yeah. Number one. Uh, would you go for? Uh, the Wags is number Let's go two. the Wags is number two, I think. Wags. Yeah. Wags number two. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. And yeah. then the New York Times is number three. Well, yes. Prince Andrew, once again, I mean, he won Plank of the Year last year. This week, it's Plank of the Week. Well done. And please just go and sort your life out and do something decent for your mother. Right? So. He um, must come to the awards. <laughs> he should come to the awards. And end of the, he, might, he, he probably will make it into the top Lots 20. Lots of very end nice girls. End of the year. Very nice steady, girls. Steady. <laughs> Carol. <laughs> so listen, uh, that's been uh, the last plank of the of the week oh, for the whole year. So thank you so much for coming, both of you. Pleasure. Um, and I may see you for plank of the year. Ah. I may see you for plank of the year if you fancy yeah. it, but we may not have time to get you in uh, because I think we've got to get the names out already. But we will see you next year. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.